broadcasting from our stay safe at home secret locations in Southern California. Welcome back to the podcast with Zuby and Leland. I'm Leland. And I'm Zuby. Uh, wasn't quite as clunky. I liked your uh, <laughs> comment that you made on our uh, Facebook group about the uh, the clunky start. I'm sure we're going to learn a lot and get better as we go along. But I invite you, if you're listening, to check us out online. We have uh, a website, ProAsins, P-R-O-A-S-I-N-S dot com. And then we have a Facebook group. Uh, click it, join it. We'll add you in there. You can find us by looking up on Facebook, Profitable Pro ASINs. I think if you just look at Pro ASINs, you might find some other stuff first. But if you put the word profitable in front of it, you'll see our logo pop up and uh, you can join the group and follow along in sort of the posts that we're doing and some of the the more light stuff. And speaking of light, so today we're going to talk about some more current events and then future podcasts. We'll get back to Seller Central, FBA and all the good stuff that you can do on Amazon. But uh, there's a lot of stuff going on right now, Zuby. So I think it's great that we're going to address some of it. But, you know, we got COVID-19 and a lot of craziness going on. So you were mentioning that Amazon has some very specific reactions to what's happening because they're, they're doing great, right? We, we see Bezos, his net worth is up 50 plus million due to the, to the challenges and Oh yeah, no, Amazon's their stock is running. Uh, their their sales are up. It's just they they are they are one of the few players in the in in the world right now that are really uh, succeeding. Uh, even though the whole economy is shut down, which makes sense. You know, they everybody's shopping there. Um, online sales have skyrocketed, and Amazon's trying to pivot to try to make sure that they deliver those products that are most needed right now um, and uh, and they they've had they've implemented specific types of policies and procedures throughout the world and all their uh, fulfillment centers to try to ensure that they um, deliver the essential products um, and uh, don't get bogged down by the non-essentials um, this this whole thing started back about a month ago, uh, in mid-March, um, they announced that they were only going to um, accept six categories, products from six categories, which they deemed the essential categories. And that included uh, groceries, uh, health and beauty, um, pet supplies, etc. Um, and they stopped taking all types of uh, inventory for any anything that did not fit within the essentials category. It's interesting. I just read um, today... Uh, that as of two days ago, the top selling items on uh, Amazon were toilet paper, disposable gloves, washable kids paint, baby wipes, printer paper. Um, and <laughs> it's, you know, which makes sense. Everybody's working at home. They need printer paper. Uh, kids are at home. They need paint and they need something to be entertained with. Um, toilet paper, I have, you know. It's. I understand the run on toilet paper. I read a very good article about, uh, you know, why uh, it it is that there has been such a big run, and it has a lot to do with the fact that um, the toilet papers being used in uh, businesses and restaurants are not the toilet papers that we use at home. So, the supply of the ones that we use at home um, 
are are normal or the same as they always have been, but the demand for them have gone up because nobody's going into the office or into a restaurant to use mm-hmm. those big, uh, you know, the thinner, big rolls of toilet paper that will not fit in our bathrooms at home. But um, Amazon's Amazon definitely has made some very strict changes, and you know, in in one instance in France, they've been forced to make that change. Um, their biggest announcement to me uh, that came recently was they initially, and we talked about this earlier, they, they in- initially moved Prime Day. Prime Day is their number one sales day of the year. Um, and they moved it to July a couple of weeks ago and then to August. And now, uh, from what you mentioned, they have suspended it indefinitely. Yeah, it's massive. I mean, but <clears throat> it's not because they they don't want to do it. It's they oh, can't do it, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. It's they're the, just overwhelmed. You mentioned the seventy-five. I I, I saw they added seventy-five thousand, and then there's a new round of a hundred thousand people that they're adding. Well, so no, they're just they, trying to. Keep they up did a hundred thousand. They hired them already. That was they announced last month, and then a few days ago they announced they're hiring an additional seventy-five thousand people um, to work for their fulfillment centers. One hundred seventy-five thousand people added to the overall payroll. Yeah. It's absolutely mind-boggling, and and for the first time ever, this is unprecedented. Um, Amazon has actually changed their algorithm to minimize buying on their website. I guess that's the best way I can put it. Um, if if you're a regular Amazon uh, customer, uh, when you go on their website, you will always see. Customers also bought or frequently bought together. There's always these suggestions that pop up whenever you're looking at a, uh, at, a at an item. All of those suggestions have been taken out of Amazon's uh, website. Um, they are solely concentrating on fulfilling the essential orders that they're backed up on. Um, it, they're, some of the non-essential uh, orders that they were receiving uh, were being delayed by over a month um, in delivery. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it was just the amount of demand that they got was something that they were they were not ready for, and uh, you know, rightfully so. Nobody could could have been ready for uh, this type of a pandemic. Uh, but they have made some serious changes uh, to ensure that um, they are they stay nimble and they service those sectors and those items that people are really in need of. Yeah, I'm with you. And there was uh, some discussion uh, analyst about the future, and it was nice to finally hear people talking about the future in a red that Google's also looking ahead to. Because I think, at least for me, there's times where it becomes very myopic. You're you're in the middle of it. Do we have two more weeks, four more weeks? Whatever it is, it seems, uh, you know, it's today. And so... Looking beyond that, there's a sense of hope, a ray of life. And I, I know for Amazon, they're doing that. So they've initiated a team called the Speed Team. And that's a group of people who are specifically going to get them, quote unquote, back to normal. I don't know what the parameters of normal are in the press release, but they're figuring from when this ceases, uh, whenever it's we're, we're back to normal, we can go places and I guess buy things. Uh, although I don't think retail will ever be the same. Uh, ever, ever again. I, I'm not too sure malls will be around the way we know them in a year or two. But anyway, that speed team says two months. They're looking at a time horizon about two months from whenever that transition point is to getting back to normal. And that's back to normal for them, right? 
and not not necessarily for us, but for them. Yeah, and you, you mentioned Google. Um, you know, just before we started recording here, mm-hmm. you uh, you mentioned it to me. Um, you know, a- Amazon has stopped um, a lot of their off-platform marketing. Um, all they, they stopped all their ad revenue or, or ad- advertising on Google and other platforms. They uh, significantly cut their affiliate uh, commissions program. Um, and uh, you mentioned that Amazon was the number five. Um, They're the number five spender. Yeah, in um, in 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 ads. And to lose that kind of a that 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 big of a customer for uh, for Alphabet, that's a huge huge blow. Yeah. Yeah, and that, that I think what I read said uh, February they had pulled that back, so they understood very early um, what they needed to do. Uh, it, it's funny for a company that big who's also, you know, I, I don't know. Do you think that would be them protecting dollars or they understood just how frenetic it was going to be on their platform? I think it's a combination of both. Mm. Um, they're, they're smart people over there. Yeah. At the trillion dollar company, I would yeah, hope so. Right. <laughs> Without getting into politics, uh, I, I did read about uh, our president um, uh, bringing on uh, Vince McMahon as part of the team to help uh, open up the economy again. Um, and I know that he's also he also has the the commissioners of the ma- major uh, sports leagues and the CEOs of Alphabet and and I don't think Bezos is in there though. <laughs> I don't, think, <laughs> I don't think Trump would invite Bezos for uh... not happen. You know, they, my first reaction, you say Vince McMahon and I'm like, oh, boy. Oh, you know, <laughs> woo or something crazy. But um, is something actually Lee Kuan Yew said in one of his books that he was jealous. Uh, so Lee Kuan Yew, right, the founder of Singapore. And he had to create these this, this cultural basis for seven different cultures that came in and this much larger conversation that I won't go into. But one of the things that he said, he was jealous of the, uh, of the United States because of the foundational cultural crossroads that we all can have that are there through sports. Mm-hmm. And so he, he was jealous that, you know, we could quote unquote, go to the water cooler and you would have your team, I'd have mine. We could talk about it and our backgrounds could be completely different, you know, religious or, or regional, you know, different countries. But there was always that thing to come back to. And I, I maybe that makes sense to have, you know, uh, what did I see? The uh, the um, MMA, uh, you got. Uh, yeah. The UFC. Yeah. UFC, you got yeah. The, the head of the UFC coming out that it, I have an island, right? So visions of Bruce Lee and Enter the Dragon and all that stuff. But <laughs> there's something too, you know, how will we get back? What's that going to feel like? What's going to make us feel comfortable and safe? And I, I, I don't know. I mean, I don't, I, I'm not a WWEF, whatever it is now guy, but I'm sure there's plenty out there and that might provide a platform. I mean, I, I watch UFC on a special island waiting for Kareem Abdul-Jabbar to come walking out in that yellow outfit. But, <laughs> <laughs> well, it, it kind of makes sense. It's, it does. It actually makes, made, when, I, when I read about it, 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 it clicked. It, w- yeah. it wouldn't have been the first thing that I would have thought of, but right. um, sports is a huge part of our culture in the States. And, uh, and I think you know, our Trump or whoever his advisors are um, have, have a very good understanding of that and they are using it as a, as a gauge or, or as a tool 
to help um, alleviate some, you know, to figure out a way to alleviate some of this panic that's out there or some of this uncertainty that's out there. Um, yeah, I, I, again, without getting into politics, uh, <laughs> whether you like Trump or you don't like Trump, um, you know, whether you like his policies or not, I just thought, you know, it's it's a very interesting move to um, to bring on an advisory board, basically, of the commissioners and the heads of some of the biggest sports uh, teams and sports leagues in our in, in the country. I agree. Well, you- at some point, we have to think about how we we were just talking about it, right? So Amazon's got to exit this and get into back to normal, and I think we do as a as a country too, as consumers, as parents, as business people. Um, you know, being stuck in the mire of it for too long, there's going to be burnout, and this will you know come to pass. So it it all fits together. Uh, we'll just we'll see who who enjoys what yeah, along I, the way. I'm, I'm sure you're anxious hope- for your WWE. Yeah, no, I just, I, I just hope. <laughs> I read um, a, a friend of mine posted on Facebook uh, last week, late last week, that forty-five uh, percent of LA County is unemployed right now. Um, that is just, it's mind-boggling. That I, I just, whatever happens, I hope that we figure out a way to make sure that the impacts, the negative impacts of this quarantine, doesn't stick around with us for for too long, and 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 there aren't people who are left uh, destitute and homeless and not able to feed themselves or feed their kids uh, because of it. Because it's, you know, the, the stock market doesn't show it right now, but mm-hmm. it is, this is unprecedented. Um, you know, we the, the numbers that we see as far as, you know, 21 million people have filed for unemployment so far um, as of last week. It, it's it's unheard of. I mean, the, you know, a mil- we hadn't reached a million since the depression and now we're at 21 million and the market is treating it like we are better off than we were at Christmas last year. Um, you know, it just, it, some things don't make sense to me. Um, you know, I understand there's a huge amount of stimulus that was pumped into um, the markets and I understand the Fed has really stepped up their game and, and has done a good job of trying to uh, make sure we don't get into a greater depression. But there's a lot of people that are losing their jobs. And there's a lot of people that are uncertain about what the future is going to be and how they're going to feed their families and how they're going to earn a living. Um, It was one of the main reasons you and I, when we were discussing, you know, potentially starting a coaching platform, you and I jumped on it because it is it's something that is needed right now. Yeah, it's one of the few areas that I see where uh, selling on Amazon is an opportunity. Maybe not a short-term opportunity, but definitely a medium to long-term opportunity where people can at least feel a little better that they're working towards generating some revenues and generating some income. Um, you know, e- even if it's with a couple of thousand dollars that they start off with. Um, but having that hope and having that path and that idea towards, hey, this is. It's going to be okay, and like you said, this too shall pass. Uh, is very important for us, and and right now, um, a lot of people are don't have that or are really afraid of what what's to come. Uh, so I just I just hope that whatever we decide, whatever as 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 a country, as a community, as a world, uh, we do it with those people in mind. Yeah, and we'll see the the treatment with the small business. This was interesting too, and I know this might be off topic, but. Um... 
the money that got distributed, the threshold for the small business, I, I saw somebody post something was 500 and under. I don't, I don't think that was correct. I think they meant to say 50 and under uh, employees. But that money ran out, you know, really quickly. And I know specifically one gentleman who was, you know, 70 people had a payroll and was waiting, like diligently waiting uh, by his computer for it to happen. And um, with, you know, more than 90, I think it's like 96 percent might be higher of the bit numbers, right? Just sheer count of numbers of businesses. There are small businesses here in the U.S. So I, I wonder how many of the unemployed are those who were part of a small business and there's no more income, right? There's yeah. no more salaries or um, owned one themselves and had to shutter the doors. And then what is that next version? You know, we talk about the FBA and the seller central. And uh, to me, that's a great transition. Uh, it doesn't take a lot. If you have, I mean, clearly you got to buy some inventory. So there's got to be some capital uh, or access to credit to be able to do it, but to be able to launch something right away, uh, utilize people like us. We're not the only ones that provide that service. And, you know, uh, the more the merrier to me, big pie, especially right now, as many people can do it as, as they can, um, to support, you know, Amazon, Amazon's, still running. So uh, if it's transitory, great. If it becomes something much longer term and, you know, vital, that's great too. But it will be interesting to see what comes out the other side. You know, what will the small gyms look like? Will they be there anymore? The chiropractic area, you know, a lot of these smaller shops that had to shut their doors, are they going to be able to survive and then open again? And then what will those things look like later? Yeah, there, there's a there's there's a uh, article yesterday that talked about 24 hours 24 hour fitness uh, being on the brink of bankruptcy. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, a lot, uh, there's going to be a huge huge change. And and for me, right now, even if you've lost your job, if you're listening and and you you feel uh, uncertain and and you know you don't know if you're going to have a job going back or not, sitting there at home and uh, wallowing in it uh, is not going to serve you well. This is a time when, yeah, I understand that there's going to be pain and there's there there is suffering and there is um, fear, but there's also opportunity, and it's important for us to try to keep some sort of positive mindset towards that opportunity. And whether it's through you know Amazon and and opening up a store and just you know spending time. Um, doing something that's positive towards your future um, or it's learning some something new in your industry if you believe your industry is going to succeed and you're going to have your job back i have a friend who's in the solar he, he he's in the solar industry and you know when, when this whole thing first started i was talking to him and i said look you have to shift uh, i don't think many businesses are going to be spending millions of dollars on solar panels in the next year or two uh, everybody's going to go to cash because of the uncertainty that this is causing. Um, so he opened a store with us or he opened the store with Amazon and is one of our uh, first clients. But he also started taking uh, solar certification classes online. Um, he has the time right now. So he said, you know, I think uh, he likes the solar industry and he wants to stay there. Um, he, he's made really good money as a salesperson. He loves his company. And uh, he's like, well, you know, right now I have the time to go ahead and increase my value for when I am back in that industry, which is a great way to look at it. Um, it's it's very important psychologically to really stay motivated and positive. And 
and see past the pain and, and, and the, the uncertainty and see yourself in the future when everything opens up and you're back on your feet, are you going to be better off because of this? And you can be if you take the steps right now. And like I said, it doesn't matter if it's going through our course or starting on Amazon or selling on Walmart or learning something new or, you know, doing motivational videos or it doesn't matter what it is. Keep yourself busy doing something positive and learning and you will come out of this definitely better. I would agree. And for me, the mindset is um, along like three prongs. One is doing something, one thing every day. And I've talked to a few people, you know, the stay at home and I'm on Zoom and they're friends and they're not doing it. They're doing like a puzzle. Okay, great. They're doing different things. But um, I'm with you. If there's something that you've wanted to do, use this time. If there's something that interests you, for me, it's there's different programming languages that I'll jump in and look. I'm, it's not something I love doing. But the time is there, and it that so the second prong is I it, energy begets energy, right? So if I'm busy doing something, I can keep doing something. It's a it's a weird dichotomy, right? The energy produces more energy, and momentum. then on the third momentum, great way to put it. And the third one is was something back in the day when I uh, would train with you know professional uh, killers, uh, MMA fighters. <laughs> if you're if you're sparring round after round and you're an older guy like me you start to wear down after a while i'm not i'm not 20 and there's a mental mindset at some point where you just stop it, it can you could be in the middle of a round and you just stop and uh god bless the coach that i had because he he would grab me and he'd say don't walk down the mountain i didn't understand we'd be round after round and so finally you know after the session the, the training i'd say what what are you talking about man and he'd say Think about it this way. When you're performing and you're at the top of the mountain, what you don't want to do is when you get tired, walk all the way down to the bottom. Fight as much as you can to stay where you are because that amount of energy is much less net-net than going all the way back down and crawling all the way back up. And it's a mindset that I took immediately into the entrepreneurship because there's ups and downs to having. You, you know this better than I do, right? or as well as I do. There's ups and downs. There's days that you're completely defeated and you, where am I going to go with this? I can't believe I'm doing this or I can't believe I have to do this. But the last thing you want to do is just stop. And that has to do with, you know, the second prong with momentum. Uh, I'm with you. Learn something new, push yourself. And now, you know, now's the time. Stretch, do something else. It doesn't even have to be do what we're talking about. It can be anything else, a piano, uh, learn to play poker online, whatever it is, something that's stretching you mentally and starts getting that energy, the ball, right? Running down the field. Yeah. The, other than compound interest, the only two things that I think really matter in life are Momo and Mojo. Which is I momentum. know Mojo. What's Momo? Momentum. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> heard that. Okay. <laughs> yeah. It is. Uh, yeah. To me, to me, momentum is so important. It's, you know, the hardest thing about building momentum is getting started. Uh, the hardest thing about anything is getting started, whether it's a car, you know, the, the, the most powerful gear in a car is the first gear um, because it takes uh, that much energy and force to really get things going. But once you start moving, all it takes is a little bit of time to continue 
moving that rock up the hill and to continue growing your business or to continue getting uh, learning more about whatever it is you're trying to learn. You know, you have to be intentional about it. You have to schedule it um, on your calendar. It can't be just willy nilly. Uh, willy nilly will never get you where you want. Um, and the old uh, axiom of uh, if uh, you don't know where you're gonna where you're going, uh, you will you will always get there. I think that's how it goes. Um, you always have to have a destination. You need to know where you're going. And you need to continue uh, pushing for it. Um, on a daily basis, you don't have to try to take leaps and bounds every single day, but just half an hour of doing something that moves you a little bit closer, just can, keeping that momo going, keeping that momentum building and building and building. And soon you're going to find yourself succeeding at something and you're like, wait, how did I get here? How did this happen? And it's it, it, it happens because of hard work. A friend of mine in college um, gave me this uh, this phrase and I've, I've used it ever since and this is since 1993 I think is when we talked about this uh, he said luck is the residue of design uh, to me that was so profound at the time and it still is because we feel like hey we got lucky uh, you know for me the Amazon business I got lucky in it um, it was especially during this virus my business has tripled uh, in sales it, it's it, we're doing amazing but it wasn't really luck. It was the residue of all the hard work, of all the days of put, sitting down and putting things together that caused this to happen. Um, it's uh, one, of, one of those things that it really does pay off to stay consistent. Um, since we're talking and, and giving out uh, quotes, another <laughs> favorite quote of mine uh, that I heard recently is that uh, when you knock on opportunity's door, uh, it's work that answers. And it's very, it really hit me hard because that makes perfect sense. You know, uh, if you want the opportunity and if you see the opportunity, it's not going to come easy. Nothing in life worth having is, gonna, is, is ever easy. So be prepared to do, put in the work. But once you do and you can, th the more time you spend doing something, the less arduous it becomes, uh, the less painful it becomes the less work type it becomes and the more you're going to enjoy it because you're going to reap the benefits of it and you're going to see the rewards of it. And you're going to reach a point where then you can start impacting other people's lives and, and, and having a positive impact and, and service serv serving other people. And that right there is the key to happiness and the key to self-confidence and, and growth. Thank you for listening to FBA Profits. Visit our website www.fbaprofits.us 